Here's Johnny! What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. What became of your lamb, Glory? Yep, yep, check, check, good to go. Check, one, All two. Right. Giggity. Giggity, giggity, giggity. I was actually watching um, some old family guy, uh, mostly quagmire stuff the other night, in fact, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. So, so sketchy sometimes. Indeed. Welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Uh, you, uh, you, do you okay. hear me? Yep. Okay, I hear you. You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I I said I'm Justin, and it just went completely silent. I was like, oh no. Well, I didn't even hear you say that, so I guess we're gonna. Okay, we'll figure. Oh boy. We'll figure this out as we go along. Anyway, uh, this week. Some things happened. Some people got casted in parts, and there's some things we forgot about from beforehand. So, hey, we got some things to go over. Yeah, we do. So many things. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we, talk, I, we talked about this over text real quick, but we did forget to mention last time. This is kind of old news at this point, but they've announced that the PS5 is going to be ready to go for holiday 2020. Which begs the question, do I want to wait until mm. then to get one so I will have something that will be a 4K player or just get a 4K player because I already have stuff uh, that I can use it for? Maybe. I was actually thinking the other day, uh, I'm like, man, I should have some backup 4K players kicking around just in case just because they keep saying – that you know more and more stuff is going digital even though the more stuff goes to streaming networks the more i buy shows i like on blu-ray right. so that i can actually have some access to them yeah uh i i'm i'm gonna get the ps5 no matter what um mm -hmm. at some point down the road because i'm a gamer and i haven't played video games in a couple months now but i was just in a GameStop actually earlier today because they keep saying that the Killer Clowns from Outer, State, uh, Outer Space Funko Pop is a GameStop exclusive mm. for some reason. So I was like, cool, I'll go see if someone has it. And no one has it. Of course. Yeah, every time. Of course. Go figure, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, the uh, PS5, it is going to be 4K player it's going to be ps4 backwards compatible so eventually i'll have one but usually it's a good idea to wait and not buy the newest consoles right out the gate because they usually come with some buggy problems or whatnot it's yep. usually better to wait a few months and buy like the second round or the third round or whatever yeah yeah so that's that part any uh, moving along <laughs> might as well because that's all there is to say about that. Um, you been watching any good spooky stuff in the past week? Um, I just watched Pumpkinhead a couple days ago, mm -hmm. which is real. Which was uh, it's a it's a weird film, a weird horror film that uh is flew under the radar of a lot of people. It's not the greatest. I'm not gonna lie. Uh. Uh, but it has Lance Henriksen, and the pumpkin head is a monster that, if I remember correctly, and please someone correct me if I am wrong, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the monster that the mold for pumpkin head was a rejected xenomorph uh, concept for aliens. Oh, okay, that's right. Yep. I think yeah. I've heard that before, too. Yeah, but it's super cool. It's a fun movie. Like Lance Henriksen is just his kid gets killed by some dirt bikers, 
uh, by accident. Mm. So he seeks revenge mm-hmm. on on them. So he finds a witch, and she puts a curse of having the monster pumpkin te- pumpkin head attached to his soul. So he feels er- every time the monster kills someone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a very to- short film too. It's on Hulu. Yeah, I know. I've got to watch it. I watched um, I watched one this week though that I've never seen. And I guess I wouldn't really classify it as a horror movie. It ended up being more of a thriller, but I kind of watched it because of who's in it, who directed it, and the fact that it's set in Vermont. I uh, I watched uh, What Lies Beneath with Harrison. Oh yeah, yeah, with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer, and it's directed by Robert Zemeckis, and it it was good. It was a little bit on the long side. I felt I don't normally complain about movies being too long, but I did think this one was a little bit long. But it was good. I enjoyed it. You, I mean, it's you it's know technically... I'm in the background of that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, I would have to watch it again to point out where. But it's like an outdoor shot where they're um, I think they're near one of the law schools. Okay. Uh, I I forget. Oh God, I can't remember exactly. But it, I think it, they were shooting in Burlington, and uh, I was just – I was like – I'm far off in the distance because mm. I was just walking by. Huh. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> yeah. <so laughs> I'm going to have to watch it again now. But it was you, I'm going to tell you right now, you won't be able to recognize me. Like I watched it and I was like, hey, I re- hey wait a minute. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, never mind then. But um, yeah. It was fine. I mean, it was kind of a ghost story, kind of a thriller, kind of a a murder story. So it wasn't bad. Um, and yeah, then, and, I, and then I just text you. Um, I just went and bought a couple movies, very fairly cheap too. Um, yep. I got the new Rob Zombie film Three from Hell, so nice. I have the complete collection. So I'm probably gonna watch that tonight. Nice. And then I bought to also in the realm of completing collections, I finally bought the last saw film jigsaw, which <laughs> yep, it is what it is. It's fine for whatever. They jumped a shark a long time ago. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, but there was like 20 bucks for both. Sure. So I'm like, why not? It was that, or I buy this. I almost bought a couple mm-hmm. steel books of, um, gremlins, uh-huh. And uh, Hellboy. Oh, okay. But I was like, ah, I'm gonna be on the cheaper side. Yeah, good idea. Did you uh, happen to see this week's episode of Creep Show? I did. Uh, I yeah, fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I'm I'm caught up on Creep Show now, and I did like this week's episode. I think I liked the one with the. Scarecrow creature a little more. That was the first story. I think I liked that one a little bit more than the second story, but they were both really good. They were super good. Um, we talked. We we mentioned this a little bit. We were texting about it. So, like, what would you consider like your favorite short so far? So far, uh, yeah. Boy, I really liked. Boy, I still think House of the Head is my favorite one so far. See, that one I thought was meh. Okay. Which one is yeah, your favorite from, so far? I got to say, so far, it, I think the Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, it was because really I good. just Yeah, it was just so good. Like It's mm-hmm. an interesting concept. It's just lonely guy, lost his wife, decided to make and accidentally create a monster yep. as a companion. Yep, I th- I don't know, it's such a cool idea. Uh, you know, Creepshow's other... been doing really good with that stuff. Yeah, the other one I really liked. Uh, I liked the werewolf one quite a bit, mainly because I liked that uh, the three werewolves in the short were um, kind of representative of three different werewolf movies: uh, the Howling, American Werewolf in London, and the Wolfman. Also, uh, the main guy from the Rea- from Reanimator is the is the general for the Nazis. Yes, I did catch. And Tobin Bell That's was a in. Good one. 
Yeah, and Tobin Bell was in the one about like the fungus that turned people into. Oh, monsters. the gray. Yeah, the gray or whatever. Yeah, gray this, matter. This show, yeah, gray. This show uh, has been doing such a great job with making new stories, but mm-hmm. bringing back elements from the original movie, yes. as well as having Easter eggs of all sorts of stuff, as well as bringing in all these like great, uh, like all these actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but there's um, uh, the part at the beginning of the Scarecrow one where the kids are down by the by the river. Yeah, on the bridge it says like someone's fucking dead or it, and mm. that's a reference. That's a carving from I think one of the Friday the Thirteenth films. Huh. I guess I missed it. There's a lot of references in these shows. Most of them are kind of blank, like stephen king references sure um but there's like the the amount of detail they put into this thing is ridiculous yeah and uh and i fucking love it they absolutely deliver on that creep show tagline the most fun you'll have being scared totally yeah totally the other show i've been watching uh horror themed show that i've been enjoying is i've been watching uh nosferatu oh how is that it's not bad. Um, it's a lot less horror-y than I thought it would be. Um, but overall, uh, Zachary Quinto is really good in it as the bad guy, uh, Charlie Manx. Uh, the main girl, uh, the main actor, uh, actress rather, uh, that plays Vic. I can't think of her name, but she's really good. Um, the concept is pretty interesting. Uh, Charlie Manx is an immortal who lures children with the promise of this place called Christmas land. Um, and he steals their life force, but in stealing their life force also turns them into monsters. Okay. So, and there's a lot more to it. Like, uh, it kind of involves all this weird stuff. Like, the main character, Vic, is... There's, like, a whole lore. It's kind of hard to explain. You actually have to watch it. But she has some powers um, and some nice boobs. And... (laughs) uh, That is the power. That is her power, totally. And um, the guy that plays micro in the first season of the punisher is in it it's good i recommend it uh i haven't i've only got i've only got one episode left to watch but it's good yeah i mean i've been pretty behind on the horror uh, stuff it's just been kind of chaos yeah mainly because i want to just go buy more horror yep and then watch more of it like i think before this weekend's out i might be buying a cool version of the thing nice uh it's gonna cost a little bit but i want to Mm. i want it and i was very close very close to buying a ticket for hollywood horror nights tonight Uh, a friend of mine went i i know we'll we'll see how it goes throughout the week and see when i have time available because i really want to go once a friend of mine went last night and she invited me and i was working yeah and I was just like, I really just want to go. I want to experience it. Like, it's mm-hmm. all I want to do. But it's at the same time, it is so like it's, it's eighty dollars. Yeah, it's eighty dollars if you want to just go. Yep. But you have to wait in lines, and then you may never be able to get into all the different uh, attractions. Yep, I know it's crazy. It's uh, it's insane. So who knows. I have to do one thing. Uh, however, there is a thing. You would get a kick out of this, actually. Uh, it wasn't open when you were out here. It just opened like a week ago. Uh, Damn the it, Natural History Museum in, of Los Angeles, uh, they opened a segment that is all the universal horror monsters, like history stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Where, it, yeah. Yeah, so you walk through and it's like uh, props and stuff from uh, from the original films and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, oh, I definitely need to go do that. That's really cool. I like that. Yes. So I might do a day. I might go and do that uh, for an afternoon. 
Yeah, totally. Because that would probably be a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. I did watch a couple other horror things this week, though. I revisited for the first time in a long time uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, a lot of people give that crap. I love that movie. I don't know why anyone would give it crap. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It's like... Like, I get the original Dawn of the Dead. Like, I appreciate it a whole lot. Uh, I understand that it's trying to make some social commentary, and it's a fairly smart film, and it's artsy, and it's weird. But the remake of Dawn of the Dead is so goddamn scary. (laughs) It it really is. It's And we talk about on here how we're kind of over the zombie craze and it's overplayed. But, man, that remake of Dawn of the Dead is so worth it still. It totally is. Uh, God. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need to... I haven't watched that. This is the first year so far I haven't watched any, like, zombie films. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you uh, watched uh, Little Monsters. Oh, oh, yeah, that counts, yeah. But that's not really yeah. a, a horror film, That though. technically counts. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, uh, but I mean, like, uh, maybe I'll borrow my roommate's Night of the Living Dead. Oh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. I gotta watch that, too. That's a great movie. That's, a, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know, there's... I'm I I've been so like I said I've been so far behind on I'm hoping to catch up maybe on Wednesday and just start watching some sure but man it's been tough <laughs> yeah yeah uh let's see I actually managed to watch a lot of stuff this week one other quick Halloween related thing that I did. Uh, is I watched Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which is nice. like must watch October material. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that's a great film. It really is. Yep. So I uh, want to talk about a little bit of casting that happened this week. Uh, yes. Zoe Kravitz got cast to play... Uh, Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman, in the Batman. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is somebody I've never seen in anything, but other people say she's pretty good, so I hope they're right. I don't think I've seen her in anything as well. Yeah, and also another actor I've never heard of, but I am promised as a good actor is Paul Dano. Got cast as the Riddler in the Batman. Do you know? I, I'm trying to remember if I've seen him in it. I know I've seen him in something. Let's see. Our buddy Danny says he was in There Will Be Blood. Our buddy Danny. Our buddy Johnny. Johnny, I'm so sorry. Why did I say Danny? Because um, the guy's last name is oh, Dano. Oh, Dano. Right. Okay. You're right. You're correct. Uh, Johnny says he was in There Will Be Blood, Swiss Army Man, Prisoners, Looper, 12 Years a Slave. So I've never seen any of those movies. I've seen the only one I've seen is There Will Be Blood. Okay. Oh wait, he's in Little Monsters. I don't know. I guess so. You must have seen him I last must have week. Seen him in that. Oh no, that's wait, that's a different thing. Oh, this Little Miss Sunshine. What the fuck? What? <laughs> oh, Little Miss Sunshine's very different. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember him in Little Monsters. I'll have to go back and take a look. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. So, and also Michael Giacchino, who scored the Star Trek J.J. Abrams movie and scored uh, Doctor Strange, will be scoring the Batman. So there's a lot of the Batman news coming out. Oh, yes. And actually, we're recording this too early to have any commentary on this, but I guess the trailer the new trailer for uh rise of skywalker is going to come out monday night during monday the football game yeah uh a buddy of mine texted me already asked if i want to go see it with him or uh, like he's getting tickets i'm like i will probably be seeing it at my theater because mm-hmm. i see it for free <laughs> yeah good point 
Yeah. I kind of like the idea of I don't have to pay money to go see things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't blame you. That's the way I do it most of the time. Although I paid money to see uh, two movies this week. so Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Fathom Events had a double feature of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back followed by Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. And I went and saw that. And how was Reboot? Reboot was really damn good. Like, um, I hadn't seen Strike Back in a long time, so it was fun to watch Strike Back. But the thing about Strike Back is it's actually really silly, um, which is fine. It's like a silly comedy with not a lot going on under the surface of the goofiness, but uh, Reboot was not just, like, the silly, like, classic Kevin Smith, like, uh, toilet sex stoner humor. It also had, like, a boatload going on under the surface in terms of, like, an emotional story arc that... um, was really based on the real life of Jason Muse, which was interesting. All right. Um, for anybody who doesn't like really know anything about Jason Muse, he, you know, he grew up, um, didn't know his dad like at all. His dad was just a guy that he never met. Um, and if you've seen the trailer for Reboot, you know that uh, Harley Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith's daughter plays Jay's daughter that never met him so that is a big through line through the movie and also um, oh man I'm going to try not to spoil it because this movie doesn't come out for a little bit for wide release but there's stuff I really want to talk about but um, like there's a really good scene with uh, Ben Affleck where Jason Mewes' real-life daughter plays Ben Affleck's character's fictional daughter, and it's kind of like Jay Mewes is interacting with his own kid on screen, and there's no acting going on. It's just like, oh, this is like a nice thing of like like a a dad interacting with his kid. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really funny, and surprisingly, parts of it are really touching. All right, I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, I uh, um, at some point. It's the best thing Kevin Smith's done in quite a while, probably since. Damn. Let's see. Uh, did Red State? Came Red out State. Three Clerks Two, I believe. I really liked Clerks Two. Then Tusk sucked. I enjoyed. Uh, yoga hosers, but I can admit it's nowhere near. Yeah, probably since Clerks Two or Red State, this is his best stuff. All right, and there's a lot of super meta stuff going on, of course, because it's a, a like, you know, Kevin Smith plays Silent Bob, but he also plays Kevin Smith, who is a character yeah. in the movie, and he's yeah, a whole lot going on. I'm I'm can't wait for other people to see it so i can talk to people about it i i saw a movie as well the other day oh that's right um, you did yeah i saw bon Juno's, uh new film parasite i heard and I'm man it's good you're not the only person i've heard say that so tell me about parasite i'm trying to think about the best way to because bon Juno is such a great director mm. uh he, for anyone who's not familiar with his work, he did the Snowpiercer film with like Chris Evans. Yep. yep. Uh, the host, uh, that Netflix film Akja. I haven't uh, seen any of those, but they all bring yeah. a bell. Mem- uh, Memories of a murder. Uh, he's done a lot, a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of the best way because it's kind of in the same boat. This this movie is like in a genre of its own okay but it's all but it's very big on the balance of the wealthy versus the poor nice topical um, it's <laughs> it's a very topical film especially uh 
it's a Korean film mm. and it has Ooh. subtitles. <laughs> and afterwards, I actually discussed it with one of my coworkers who understands like the plight and all that stuff in Korea. Okay. And he was talking about that, and he was just like, "No, they they hit some really deep stuff in this that not I don't think really translate well to the to the American audience." Sure. Like they don't understand, and I'm just like, and I'm like, well, please, like, hey, indulge me. I, I want to yeah. know. So he kind of explained some of that stuff, and I was like, oh man. Well, hold on, real it's quick. Nuts. So, yeah. talking, we're talking just so I have a better kind of understanding of what you're talking. We're talking. He's North Korean or South Korean. That's a good question. Or uh, are they? Because I know that in general, South Korea is a much more uh, prosperous and vital nation than North Korea is. Uh, so I, when you're when you're talking about this stuff, I'm just trying to figure out if maybe it's not translating well because there's things about South Korea we don't understand, even though we know and relate to South Korea more, or if maybe it's because he's talking about things going on in North Korea, which we really can't understand because of, just... I, it has to be, then it has to be like South Korean then, because, uh, I don't know. Like it, it doesn't really give up. It doesn't really say, but okay. it, I think it might be more either way. The it's, it's fucking, it's just such a good film. Like I'm just going to read the synapse of what it is because I don't want to give, too much away, uh, but it's the greed and class discrimination threaten a newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan, and mm -hmm. it's like a it's like a dark comedy. Uh, the main basis is there's this fam the Kim clan uh, are poor, they don't have jobs, or they have a job that they're not getting paid well, so they f one of them forges. Uh, paperwork to be an english teacher for this very wealthy family okay and from the inside they start uh they start getting rid of their staff uh for the rest of their so that the rest of their family can come in and pick up certain jobs interesting but not as family members just like oh like i know this guy who's really good at blah 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 okay like that's as much as i'm gonna say huh um it's so it's such a good piece. I I really enjoyed it. Man, now I do uh, want to see this. It's biz it like literally like the trailers are the most confusing thing and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll keep it doesn't make any sense, but I'll go see it anyway." Mm -hmm. And then coming out of it, I was just like, "Yeah, the the it's I went in with as little info as I as possible and I was I was very happy about it cuz nice. It's it, like the jokes that you can get and some of the stuff that like the through line of some of the stuff that happens through it is just so interesting and so compelling hmm. and it's such a different film and I really I freaking love it the other one I'm reading really good things about and I gotta see if I'm gonna be able to have time to go see it is I'm hearing the lighthouse is really good so yeah, I want to see it really badly. It's mm -hmm. only playing at one theater out here at the moment. Yeah, I don't. And know I refuse to give that theater any money. But it's uh, supposed I'm... to have like a wide release yeah. next week. Oh, okay, good. Because I don't think it's playing anywhere here right now either. Yeah, oh. it's yeah, it's a movie that I've been ever since the first trailer came out. I'm like, I have to see this. Like yep. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. In a, a Lovecraftian, in <laughs> yeah, in Maine, a Lovecraftian story. I'm like, yes, yes please, <laughs> yeah. Um, in other geek news, here's a big thing that we haven't even talked about privately yet, but I've been holding it back. Is that Kevin Feige is now chief creative officer of all of Marvel? Yeah, I heard about that. That's pretty damn big. <laughs> That's huge. Like he's not um, the editor in chief. Like he, uh, that's still. Um, oh crap! I can't think of who the uh, editor in chief is. I had his name and it just slipped me. But anyway, and so now all creative decisions, including comics 
get run by Kevin Feige at some point. Um, that which, is insane. Which I don't quite understand when Kevin Feige sleeps, considering <laughs> he is in charge of all the movies. He's going to be developing a Star Wars film now on top of that. And now he's yeah. in charge of Marvel movies, TV, and comics. So he may be in possession of an actual Infinity Gem, uh, the Time Stone, perhaps. But <laughs> I... Yeah. I don't know. I saw some people expressing some concern that they were like, oh, no, now they're going to make the comics like the movies. And it's like, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, uh, it's it's insane. Speaking of other comic news, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know how much of this is true, but someone threw this at me uh, that there's a possibility that on the DC comic side – they might be doing another reboot. Huh. I... Well, I know that... I don't think so. Back at... I want to say New York Comic Con... Um, Dan Didio and... Um, Jeff Johns released like a definitive timeline of... Boy, I'm going to have to look this up. Maybe they are doing another reboot. I don't think so. But I know that currently there is an official timeline of how the different crises and Flashpoint and everything have played into shaping the DC Universe. Let me look up real quick. DC Comics reboot. DC Comics. Uh, someone sent. I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, I mean, rumor is DC Comics 5G are true. It sounds like I'll be dropping a lot of books. Hey guys, timeline shouldn't matter to comic. Yeah, it's about Dan Didio's. Uh, about Dan Didio. Yeah, it looks like it's a weird. There's a possibility of like, I don't even know, but basically something along the lines of blah blah blah. They might do another reboot. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, Marvel has been doing the same thing. For the past few yeah. years, so the the thing is, and I don't think they're ever gonna get back any readership. Is part of the problem because comics has a couple problems going on. They've got low readership uh, compared to the heyday of comics, when like the top selling book would maybe sell millions of copies, and now they sell tens of thousands if they're lucky. Yeah. Um, And it doesn't seem like they're getting readers back, even though comic book movies are the most popular movies in the world. But I also think part of that is because comics are hard to jump into the middle of. So they keep trying to make comics accessible for people to just kind of jump in if they want to read after watching a Marvel or DC movie, but then they piss off everybody who's been reading comics all along. Yeah. It's weird. It is, but what are you going to do? Nothing. I still love comics, and next year I plan on trying to read way more than I got read this year because I am behind on everything. Yeah, I'm. I haven't gone to my comic shop yet to pick up the last, the newest issue of uh, what was it? Oh, of Absolute Carnage. Oh, yep. As well as a couple other books that I'm kind of interested in, but I'm like, like I told you, like I'm starting to get to the point where unless it re- the I the story really captivates me, I'm probably just gonna be. Like, once certain storylines are done, I'm just going to move... I'm just going to wait for graphic novels. Yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah, but I like getting books on a weekly basis. I know. I used to really like it, too. And part of me still wants to, but... uh, I don't know. It's just so much. It's so much. It And, you know, they take up so much space and it's hard yeah. to keep up on them. And <laughs> Yeah, tell that to my 
my parents' basement. Mm-hmm. It is. <coughs> excuse me. It is um, one of the things I have enjoyed. There, I'm still not like totally sold on digital comics, but I have softened on them quite a bit because of Marvel Unlimited and now uh, DC Universe. Like, there's still some things that about a paper comic that will always be better, but boy, when you can open up an app and have like entire runs just right there and they only take up that little teeny bit of space, that's pretty nice too. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah. It uh, just means you need more room for the rest of your stuff. Like how I almost went ahead and bought the entire NECA Gremlins caroling gremlin set oh that would have been cool but also, i really want them i was yeah. i was so tempted to buy so many things in this one store mm-hmm. um the one i took you to where you bought those neca those neca figures oh yep mm-hmm. yeah i all there was like a uh, they had a, a sale on a freddy krueger sideshow collectible oh it was he was only like 150 dollars oh man and then they had like all those NECA figures that I and more that I wanted to get my hands on. Oh, man, that's Ugh. yeah. And the thing, the problem with NECA figures is they're all so expensive per figure too. Yeah, uh, that's the worst. Oh, it's... and I still need like a bookcase or something so I can actually open figures and have like a display area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um. Shoot, speaking of figures, I feel like there was something that... And I lost it. I'll have to try and see if I can re-find what I was... Because I feel like there was some toy news that I thought was interesting. Was Was it the Bebop and Rocksteady figures? Oh, those reaction figures. That wasn't it, but... um, Those are probably the best-looking reaction figures that they've put out. Super 7 is pulling out some weird stops for for that line. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, no, nah, these like all the other ones are fine, but they're like, no, these ones have to be a little bit better. And I'm just yeah. and I'm just like, I'm fine with that. I'll probably never order them because money. <laughs> right. And I don't even like the reaction figures, but when I saw the Bebop and Rocksteady ones, I was like, okay, those aren't terrible, but there's also better Bebop and Rocksteady figures. It's very true. Yeah, and uh, Super 7's also got... Are they the ones that have the Splinter and Raphael and... Yeah, so, yeah, they're doing like the the, re, the reproduction line from the old... Yes. But a little like with like both colored and grayscale like, uh, mm-hmm. like accessories. I really want the Baxter Stockman. So do I. I don't have any Baxter Stockman figures and that one looks great yeah yeah god damn it there's too many toys yep there really are um especially since now you can and i haven't looked online i've been avoiding it but especially now that you can order uh the neca exclusive target exclusives on target's website instead of going to the targets that don't actually have anything (laughs) god damn them yeah it's true um what else from this week what else i feel like I'm. well we can talk about the disappointment that is south park oh my god that's right boy south park's letting me down this season i don't know what's going on right now because like not there was nothing funny about this episode no i didn't like this week's episode either i was very confused what was ha- what was happening well I got what was happening. I just think that... Oh, my God, Rosie, shut up. If you can hear my dog barking, everybody, I'm sorry. Um, she's going to drive me nuts. Uh, where was I? Oh, I know what was going on. What was going on is uh, two things, and I actually had to look up what one of the things was. The thing with Cartman where he kept like talking about free speech had something to do with some basketball player saying weird things about free speech and whatever that was done like that was like a couple years ago the whole cap every time about the kaepernick like the whole no like I, kneeling or 
Maybe. Um, but... Because uh, really? they already covered that like a couple years ago with the girls' volleyball team. No. Oh, no. This was LeBron James. Something about it, uh, his remarks about China. Oh. Um, anyway... And then the whole thing, though, with their lampooning of uh, people liking uh, vegetarian meat alternatives, uh, like, just came off as kind of like, all right, what's your point here? Like, yeah, they did all the stuff in the episode to get to the point of, oh, you're veggie patty your your plant-based burger patties aren't healthy it's like yeah vegetarian people know that they're processed stuff that are full of fat and salt that's not the point of eating a plant-based or that's not the point of a plant-based burger the point of a plant-based burger is either don't kill animals or help the environment or both yeah like i i'm very confused like like really i like what's the point like what was the real point behind it i don't know i think they were just it really came across as like a we're grumpy episode yeah like it was just so bizarre like a lot of their episodes obviously they're grumpy about something but they at least make something funny or try to have some kind of alternative viewpoint or I don't know. At and, least like at least have like have Cartman go after like I don't know uh go after like Wendy or something. Yeah, and then they had that repeat joke where Cartman had what two or three heart attacks in the episode and each time it just ended the same way with him in the ambulance going fuck you Wendy like yeah. I don't know. Also, was, I, ugh, it was bizarre. Also, I miss characters that aren't Randy and Cartman. I gotta say, like at first, at first I'm like, oh, I kind, I'm kind of glad if they keep the Integrity Farms bit. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, re- I'm regretting saying that because now I'm just like, okay. Well, even last this season, this is kind of getting really old. Even last season, I felt like there was too much Randy and Cartman. Like they've really fallen in love with the character of Randy, uh, yeah. to the point where this episode, I think Stan said one thing, Kyle said nothing. I don't remember seeing Kenny or. Uh, I haven't seen Kyle's parents since they got taken away from South yeah. Park. Like, what's happening with people that aren't Cartman and Randy? <laughs> like, I think the only time I may have just chuckled mm-hmm. uh, was when the when the guy goes to uh, uh, the city walk. Oh yeah, yeah. So he was just like, oh, so you're saying I could have super shitty, super <laughs> shitty chicken? Like, I was like, okay, that, that got me a giggle, but nothing uh, that justifies the episode being good. The only thing in that episode, or the only thing in that scene that really made me laugh that I thought was kind of funny was, okay, how many customers do you get in a day, including <laughs> my wife? Yes. Uh, between, between zero, zero and, and one. one. <laughs> yeah. That I thought was pretty funny, but other than yeah. that, yeah, nothing in the episode was. Boy, they're really letting me down this season. I know. I'm still gonna watch it, but I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah, Rick and Morty's in a couple weeks, though, so we're gonna have that. Yes. Looking forward to season four, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Pretty excited about that. Um. Trying to think. Oh, I know something. Okay. Uh, uh, if anyone's been w- looking at the the uh, p- the page for Disney's plus Disney Plus. Yes, that's uh, it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Uh, they just released basically their entire lineup of what's going to be on the app. Yep. Looking forward and to it. My God. 
Well, like, there's some of the weirdest things on there that I'm like, that's a thing they owned? I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. They're going to have Return to Oz real soon, which is pretty... God, that, that piece of nightmare. I've never seen it. I only know it by reputation, so I'm looking it forward is. to... It's it's very dark. Like I know that's what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking uh, forward to it. Like, uh, hang on, I'm gonna bring up like because I I had the stream the like the thread. Uh. Um. Because part of me was like, part of me was very much like, oh, are they actually gonna pull the trigger and put on uh, songs of the south? They will yes. not. Nope. They Zip should. I'm telling you, Disney Plus just Disney Plus. If you really just want to get to everyone and just own yeah. up to your damn mistakes, yeah, just put songs of the south. Looney Tunes did it. Yeah, the only thing with Looney Tunes, yeah, Disney is doing this thing where I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's better to, yeah, I don't think it's better to like edit out everything and just pretend it never happened. I think it's better right. to take the route that Warner Brother took and go, uh, look. Listen, we th- did this. This was what it was like when we made these. We it, it was know bad that then, we know it's bad yeah, now. It was bad now, but, but we don't want to edit it out. We want you to know like what it was like back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to know that these were a factor of the times and what entertainment was like. Like yeah. I that that it's it's we've talked about it before, but that's I feel like that's way more mature and way more responsible than to just mm. sweep it under the rug and be like, no, this never happened. This is this is not a thing. Yeah, just move I mean, along. I know Disney has like uh, their family friendly brand that they're pretty desperate to maintain. But like, if you re- if you do say like release Dumbo and cut, I mean Dumbo's already a pretty short movie to begin with. But then yeah. if you cut out the when I see an elephant fly bit with the extremely racist crows, you A, not only make the movie a little bit shorter, you B, take out a eh, fairly entertaining song and you C, go, oh, we can just rewrite the way that this movie was it's it's weird to me um yeah but like uh like i so i've been so i've been like i've been wa- looking a lot i've been looking at their long ass thread yeah it's huge of, of, it's massive like all the disney films which make sense mm-hmm. but then there's like oh i don't know why I don't know why it's shortening the thread. Well, plus all their list. Star oh, yes. Wars stuff. All but yeah, between Star Wars, Simpsons, uh, oh, God then sense. you have then you have stuff like Wait. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Wait, they're really putting the Simpsons on Disney Plus? Yeah, that's shocking. Actually, there's a bill. There's a billboard right next to my apartment that has the Disney Plus, uh, the Disney. It's a Disney Plus logo, and it has. Like the four things, and then it has Bart Simpson like spray painting on the Simpsons. It's fucking weird that Disney. It's still so fucking weird to me that Disney owns the yeah. Simpsons. But because yeah, let me just name off some things. Besides having your normal like all the Disney movies mm-hmm. uh, that everyone knows and love, you also have uh, the story of Perry from 1957. Don't know what that is. Which is a it's about a squirrel. Okay. Um, you have Old Yeller, of course. Uh, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Nice. Let Let's see. Sammy the Way Out Seal. Okay. Uh, the Incredible Journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Wait, Sound of Music is Disney? Uh, I think it may have been a Fox property they purchased. Oh yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you also have the Barefoot Executive, uh, Million Dollar Duck. Justin Morgan had a horse. 
Okay, Hang so on. they're putting on a lot of their live action stuff as well. Then. There's a lot. The bear, the bears and I, uh, escape from Witch Ma- uh, Mountain. The Apple Dumpling Gang, of course. Gus. Yep. Uh, I know the reluctant werewolf is on. Uh, the reluctant dragon is on here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the cat from outer space. All the oh, Muppet I haven't seen movies. that movie in ages. Yeah. Oh, there's the animated Spider-Woman show. Nice. I know they're putting on uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I just actually, I'm coming across one right now. Spider-Man and his amazing friends, as long as the 81 just Spider-Man movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, they're putting on the gummy bears? Yes. Nice. Yeah, Mr. Boogity? The fuck's Mr. Boogity? I know they're gonna have all like the classic Saturday morning cartoons: uh, Darkwing yeah. Duck, Tailspin, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Ducktales. Ducktales, yep. Uh, I own most Willow. Of who framed Roger Rabbit? Ah, Who framed Roger? You know what I learned this week? Did you ever see the original design of Jessica Rabbit? Like they had a different working design of Jessica Rabbit. And she, Yo, yeah. she actually ended up, I guess I never caught this in the movie. She's the original design of Jessica rabbit is in the pictures of, uh, the patty cake pictures. Yeah. I didn't know that. I never caught that uh, until this week. God. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just going down this line cause they have some weird things. I mean, you have all of boy meets world. Oh yeah. Boy Meets World uh, is so good. Bonkers, which I don't know if you mm. ever watched that. Bonkers? Uh, uh, I yeah. vaguely remember Bonkers. I don't think I ever watched a lot of it. Uh, uh, let's see. Like, Yeah, there's a the Goofy movie, of course. Yeah, the Goofy movie. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot. There's so much. Kazam! Yes! <laughs> oh, Kazam can't believe that's back a in the, movie that was a thing yeah so yeah i kind of want i i'm on the fence i am gonna get this at some point mm-hmm. mainly because muppet christmas carol hell yeah but i need to keep that going the important question is which version of the muppet christmas carol the theatrical version or the real version that actually has when love is gone in it it better be the real version better be getting so angry at the fact that they had to do that that we've talked about it before it doesn't make any sense that the, the movie is weird without that song in it. Yeah, Riz, all of a sudden Rizzo starts crying and you're like, what? why are you crying about? There's a strange crash cut and then the... A sad song. The repri- Not even a sad song, yeah. The reprise at the end doesn't work with the love we... It's, it's weird. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I don't even want to think Christmas yet. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm already, of course, signed up for it. But uh, I think I can... I've got to look. I think I can just watch it right as part of my Hulu account. Um, I could be wrong. But otherwise, I'm going to have to download another app to watch. But I guess we're going to find out. Yay, more apps. Yeah, I know. Um, that's the only part that I've got to figure out how that's going to work out. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You, you just quoting SpongeBob now? Yeah, I know. I don't even like SpongeBob, but yeah. I mean, there's always a time where we just have a brief moment of weakness. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. That's about the. Oh God! That's about the extent of my SpongeBob knowledge. So, so it's alright. Someone right. just. This is still Christmas related ish, um, okay. but more m- more music related than uh, than anything. Someone just sent me a link that Rob Halford, the lead singer of Judas Priest, yes. is putting out a Christmas album, and I'm like, I'm gonna need that. 
that's weird. It's huh. very weird. And yet I'm like, yeah, I might need yeah. that. It's like how, well, I know Alice Cooper does a yearly concert called The Christmas Pudding. So, yeah. Although, Rob Halford, okay, okay. I'll have to something. Okay, to, yeah. I'll have to hear it first. Like, I know D. Snyder has one. Well, there's also the We Wish You a Heavy, uh, heavy Metal Christmas. Oh, it's yeah. It's like one of my personal favorite albums. Mm-hmm. Good point, yeah. And I know that, uh, was it uh, Tooth and Nail Records had? Yep. Yearly, they, for not anymore, but for a number of years, they put out uh, heavy metal compilation Christmas albums. So, uh, and actually, then that read the redo heavy metal uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That album, uh, Nightmare Revisited. That album's so good. It is with uh, Marilyn Manson's version of This Is Halloween, uh, Corn's version of Cor- Kidnap the Sandy Claws. <laughs> I can't so even remember <laughs> it's such a good album though yeah I in fact I listened to Marilyn Manson's uh, version of this is Halloween this morning on my way to work I have not like I've been so far behind on using like spooky music mm-hmm. same um, the majority the majority of my spooky music choice has been Rob Zombie and Captain Clegg's uh the the band that did songs for the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain Clegg. Yep. And the Night Terrors. Yeah. And the Night Terrors. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I haven't really done spooky mu- music either. But this morning on my way out the door, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna turn on Marilyn Manson's This Is Halloween. And then when that was over, I listened to uh, Grim Grinning Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Yep, so that's about the extent of how I've been doing on that. Yeah. Depending how my money situation looks in the next month, maybe I'll start my little Christmas thing mm-hmm. by getting those NECA uh, caroling gremlins. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You should do that. Now, the set uh, is how many of them in the set? I there's remember. four There's four gremlins. That's what I But thought. they come in sets of two. Okay. That's so there's thought. the... So there's the two that I believe have the actual Carol books, mm-hmm. but the place I was at only had the ones where they came with attachments of like a candy cane and a half-eaten gingerbread man. <laughs> nice. But they have like their little scarves and earmuffs. <sighs> and it was only 50 bucks. I love NECA. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. Pe- yeah. P.S. I was just on Target, the Target website, mm-hmm. and there's only four NECA figures on there <sighs> for now. Of course there is. I yeah. just want the two packs of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It's still, I'll have to. You have to go to eBay or Amazon. Uh, I don't wanna. And That's pay all a butt I ton. want. I just want. It's mostly because I want that shredder because I have several versions of the cartoon versions of the turtles. I have no version of the cartoon shredder. Uh, I just want. I just need more figures in general. Yeah, I keep saying that to myself, and then I look around at all the figures I already have, and I'm like, man, maybe I should slow down, and then I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm like the exact opposite. I'm like, I have a lot of space, just no shelving yet. Uh-huh. I need to just, I need a shelving unit so I can actually start opening things and put them places. Well, I've got these uh, extra bookshelves now, because my dad gave me, my dad's uh, getting all new furniture for his office and he had these two bookshelves in his office and he gave them to me so now i have all this extra shelf space and i'm like i want to fill those with toys but at the same time i'd still rather go get more of the uh glass shelves from ikea that have a door those are what like 60 bucks yeah they're pretty cheap yeah i might go and get a couple of those i just want like I uh, I need a better system for my stuff because mm. 
especially my movie collection because it's at a point where it's at a it's the it's at a, a reach for animals oh and i want mm-hmm. to take it out of their reach i don't blame you but yeah the yeah. the glass cases with the doors i only have one of them but i like it because then my figures don't get all dusty and be, i don't have to like try to dust my toys which is a pain in the ass yeah I don't know. I gotta look into hopefully maybe next day off, mm. or maybe in the next month getting some f- for more furniture pieces. Yeah. I mean, I still have a whole bunch of art pieces mm. that need frames. I need to put up at some point. Oh, uh, dude, I need to. I need to frame all my art. But but again, it's a frames are expensive, dude. Considering. Yeah, I. Yeah, and I. I wish you were gonna be out here next month because I. I don't know if I put said it on here yet, but uh, anyone who's going to be in Pasadena area uh, at Designer Con, I will be there. Oh yeah, I, uh, I, I already I already know for a fact I will be there. Nice. And I think next to Monster Palooza, this is the con that I spend way too much money at. Mm-hmm. You've gotten some cool stuff at Designer Con though. I have yeah, I have some pretty sick stuff. Mostly art pieces, a couple of little toy things, mm-hmm. uh, like a specialty Funko Pop, uh, and then like this box that I got that has some exclusive stuff from like Ron English, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and God, just too many things, and I need more frames. Yep, same. I'm looking at. Uh... I've got a pile of just art going on, rolled into tubes and... Yeah, I still have my damn uh, John Carpenter signed poster from when I saw him on Halloween last year, I think, mm-hmm. or the year before. I can't even remember uh, that I need to get, like, frame. I, wa- I have a whole Halloween setup I want to put together in a frame. Yeah, same. Not same for like Halloween, but I've got some setups <laughs> that I want to do that I'm like, oh, I need to get this figured out and put together. And it's just one of those things that not just requires time or not just requires money, but also requires time. Yeah. Yeah. And we're poor. People send us money. Damn send right. us money. Although uh, the one thing I am doing, I'm into the period of the year. Uh, I purposefully put myself on the overtime list because I'm like, well, my vacation was really expensive, so I need to pay a bunch of stuff for my vacation off, and there's a lot of overtime coming up because we're going into the Christmas season anyway, so I might as well... And pretty much most of my overtime isn't going to go to anything fun. I'm basically going to be working all this overtime so I can pay off the trip I took. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be an interesting few months because I'm going to be working a ton of overtime. I'm going to feel poor because I'm going to be paying bills with that overtime money. So I'm basically going to feel like I'm working a bunch of overtime for nothing. Even though I'm going to be accomplishing something, it's just going to be something not fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I still need to figure out having <coughs> enough money because I still want to come back home. Yeah. Like come back to the East Coast, grab all my stuff, have either you or my dad or someone like drive out with me. We, I could probably manage to do that with you, and I would actually love to do that with you. It's just going to require plenty of advance notice. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, this would be something that would have to be planned way out in advance Mm -hmm. if possible. The problem is, I know this is not really becoming two broke geeks anymore. Now we're just like going in the weird logistics. You know how expensive a a U-Haul is to drive cross-country? Dude, yeah, I we rented a U-Haul just to move, like when we were moving locally, and that was yeah. enough money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I one day. Yeah. Plus you gotta put gas in it. All on, yeah, all the gas. On top Ugh. of that. Oh, if only we could fill our tanks with ass gas. That would be so Oh, uh, we better. would be we could make it there so fast and <laughs> be so rich. We could just fly across the country yeah. at that rate. 
Alright, let's get this closed out because now we're just talking about regular old life stuff. So, I don't know how much people want to hear about that. Um, this coming Thursday, I'm going to put out the first episode of our new show, uh, FBI's Most Unwanted, because the stream is now up and live to be able to subscribe to that and download that. So, it's going to be debuting this week. Woo! And next week on this show, I hope I'm going to have something fun to talk about because there's something I am planning on doing this week that I'm not going to spoil, but uh, you're also going to be wanting to follow us on Facebook and Twitter because it may or may oh, I wish, but no, it's, but it's still going to involve pictures. So there's that yes. as well. Sweet. Uh, hopefully, I will have done something this week as well. Uh, maybe I'll go see Zombieland Two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been I've been hearing it's been pretty. It's had some good reviews. I'll definitely have a review for Three from Hell yes. by next time. I'm interested. I want to know. I want to hear what you think. I've that. heard. Well, I've heard so so far. Two people I've talked with that have seen it. Mm-hmm. Who uh, I trust when it come when I trust when these kind of films mm-hmm. have both said it's a good definitive end to that series. Okay, well, I mean, so we'll so see. So was the Devil's Rejects, but whatever. yeah, but we'll we'll see. <laughs> you will see. All right, well, that's it for this week. Goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. We'll tear your soul up.